Holiday Let Success, episode 34. The definitive guide to holiday let success. From interviews with successful holiday homeowners and industry experts to useful and usable ideas, resources and discussion. Hello and welcome to the Holiday Let Success podcast. I'm your host, Elaine Watt. It's a pleasure to have you here with me today. I'm really excited to say that I was joined on the podcast by Karen Spencer of the Business of Holiday Rental. Karen has been in the vacation rental and holiday lettings industry for in the region of 10 years. She's been running her own holiday home and as well as teaching other holiday home owners how to run their holiday home as a business, how to truly ensure that you are tracking the right things in your business so that you can make sure that you are improving, having more bookings and really reducing costs and saving time, which is what this show is all about, really sharing all the different tools that are available out there and on how you can really make the best of your holiday let business, how we, how we can make the best of this industry as a whole and how we can ensure that all of our guests go away happy, satisfied, sharing what a wonderful place it is that they have been to stay at and, and getting that feedback and getting repeat bookings. Karen was such a star, lovely to speak to, shared lots and lots of great information so let's have a listen to that interview now and i will chat to you again at the end thank you for listening it gives me great pleasure to welcome karen spencer to the podcast Karen is the founder of the Business of Holiday Rental. She's a successful holiday home owner and has been running her luxury cottage based in Yorkshire. It's named Spring Cottage. She's been there for around about eight years and she's here to tell us more. Karen, welcome to the show. How are you? Hi, Elaine. I'm very well, thank you. Thank you for speaking to me. I'm very much looking forward to our chat. Me too. I've really been looking forward to to meeting you. So thank you for taking the time to be here as well. The, The pleasure is definitely all mine. So let's start by, can you tell us a bit about your background and how you got going, how long you've been in the the holiday let or vacation rental industry? Yeah, sure. Um, I've actually been a holiday cottage owner for eight years, um, but I actually started in the industry about 10 years ago now. Um, It's when my children were younger and I took a part-time job in the local office and that office just happened to be a luxury holiday cottage company. So really, that was my first insight into this fantastic industry. Um, And it was a real eye-opener, you know, answering the phone, listening to what guests required. And because it was a luxury holiday cottage company, the cottages, the holiday homes were beautiful. Um, And, you know, I got my first insight into how much owners could actually earn from their holiday home. they were getting their costs covered, they could still holiday there themselves, and I thought, gosh, these are lucky people, lucky owners, <laughs> and it just, I, yeah. I, I thought that I want in, how do I get in, and it was very much, working in the office was fab, because I love working with people, so it was just a real, real eye-opener to the whole, to the whole holiday rental industry. And I think you must have started at the right end as well. So you started right in with the luxury end. So you really were in with what people really, truly want. Yeah, and obviously, when, when, and rightly so, when guests 
are paying higher end, they're, they're more demanding, they expect more, the, the holiday owner has to deliver more and the holiday cottage itself has to deliver what's expected. Yeah, exactly. And then you can set, they were all setting themselves aside as, as were you dealing with the people with exceptional customer service, I'm, I'm guessing too. And I'd already I've got a customer service background, so it just fitted in beautifully. But it was really interesting what, the, what they were asking. And, but then they were so lovely at the same time. They, does, does it have a hairdryer and little things like that? And I was thinking, well, yes, of course it does. It's a, look, look how many. How much money you're paying? Of course, they have to buy it. But they were, you know, lovely people, and it was just um, really insightful. But at the time, I realised that once once you broke down what what was being provided in these holiday homes, you began to realise actually it's so doable. It's for, yeah. We could all we could all give our customers service. We could all create a beautiful holiday home like that. You just need the basics in place in the first place but um yeah it was really interesting start so so it really ignited your passion to actually get going in the industry yourself so how did you move from from working in the luxury holiday cottage company to to actually getting your own property spring cottage i was enjoying it so much i kept working part-time there and um it was around the same time that we were looking my husband and i potentially to buy a bigger home for ourselves, for our two young children. Um, and it was just a bit of a light bulb moment, I suppose. We thought, let's invest in a holiday home for ourselves, for our own use. Um, we live in a city. We live in the city of Newcastle. Um, so the thought of having a place in the country that we could go to with our children was just, wow, yes, let's do it. Um, let's not put all our eggs in one basket. Let's buy that holiday home. And I, of course, had my knowledge in the back of my head and I'd seen how much these owners were earning and we didn't launch into letting it straight away but I knew I had that in my head that down the line when the children were older um, we couldn't use as much I knew that hang on this is this is you know step let's buy a beautiful place step two let's create the business in a few years time and um, and that's what we did um, and it's amazing start and it, it gave you a chance to to really get the property up to the the luxury level that you've been used to dealing with as well and you've got all of that insight knowing exactly what people want and then being able to, to provide that yourself that's absolutely brilliant so tell us a little bit about that property about the location how many it sleeps and what sort of experience guests have when they're staying in your holiday home yeah well it's a two-bedroom sleeping four people it's a typical English country cottage stone built um it's beautiful from the outside as beautiful as it is inside and i mean to be honest when we first viewed it it was so pretty from the outside i just wanted it before i even looked <laughs> i sound like me <laughs> I, i've loved it from day one i absolutely love it now i love going there i love talking about it i love it when guests go to stay i'm just so passionate about it um gorgeous gorgeous country cottage garden um so beautiful and the thing that we we just escape there and it's like, oh, peace and tranquility. You can just feel relaxation the moment you pull up outside. And I think, well, if we feel like that, that's how guests must feel too. Um, yeah. And the location of it is it's in a quiet village down a lane looking onto open fields. So it really is escaping and, you know, rest. As I say in my strapline, rest relaxation unwind and celebrate that 
that is the reason that I, I go to my cottage and that's the reason that holiday guests would, would go there too. It sounds absolutely, absolutely gorgeous. I can see why, you know, you, you're definitely saying the rest, relax, unwind and celebrate with it overlooking the fields. It really does sound absolutely gorgeous. So we can hear in your voice and what you've been saying to us that you're, you're really passionate about the industry. You're really passionate about your holiday home. So we know that you love sharing it with others. But is it this what led you to start the business of holiday rentals? Um, did you see a need? And what was that need? And tell us how you got going with that side of your business. Yeah, I mean, it, I guess it stemmed stem from the passion that I have for the cottage, knowing that, well, gosh, if I love it this much, I knew others would, plus my experience in the holiday rental business, um, plus I'm also a qualified home stager and home and, and styling professional, um, so I knew that I could cre- create it for myself, but also, you know, I could teach others, because basically, I've been on this journey, I've created this lovely product. It's something that, with a bit of you know teaching in the right places and a skill set, that anybody, as long as you've got a holiday home that you love and you're passionate about, and all the basics are in place, it wouldn't work if you had a cottage in the middle of an industrial estate, for example. But if you have sure. a lovely holiday home with all the basics in place, you you can create what I've created and earn more from it because basically ultimately you create a luxury product you can earn more per booking and that's where the money is um, understood that, 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 that was my thinking I thought I could put all these skills together um, in the, you know how to create quality product how to run it um, and you I could share with others and teach others um, and I just love that. I love <laughs> doing it I just I just love sharing sharing my knowledge and passing it on to others uh, so you really guide existing holiday home owners from good to great. Yes, basically, Elaine. That's a really good way of putting it, yes. Fantastic. So what would you say from your experience that the owners that you help struggle with the most, what makes them reach out to you? Well, I think they they know, first of all, their, their, their vacation rental or their holiday home has potential. They love it. They're passionate about it. Um, but they also know they want to earn more, but they don't quite know where to start. They know, they know there's something missing, but they haven't quite put their finger on what. So they're sort of looking. They know they've got a problem, and they're looking online, and I'm there to, uh, <laughs> to, solve, to solve it. But I also just think that sometimes they don't do anything about it because they think it'll cost too much. They think, you know, having a high-quality or a luxury product means um, brand-new everything. Or you need to bring an interior designer in and it's ripping everything out and it just costs too much. Or to be successful marketing it, you need to employ a marketing company. And they think that's so wrong. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, I can show them they can do it themselves and they can just run with that then. Um, it's, so the, the, basically they're, they're struggling because... They, they don't know where to start. That, that's what I would say. Yeah. They're maybe feel, feeling the overwhelm of all of these different skills they've suddenly got to have in order to, to share their holiday home with the world and share it perfectly to give such a great experience that people come back and they talk about it. But it's really nothing, nothing to be scared of. They, you know, I know I did it, so they can too. And, um, and it's just so fulfilling when you get it right. 
Okay, brilliant. It sounds sounds like a fantastic business that you've got going there, and uh, and I completely agree with you. There, there's definitely a, a huge learning curve that people can can very much stumble on when they first get going in this industry. But but like you say, it's doable, and once you're there, it's so enjoyable. Exactly right. So so you've given us an idea of how you help owners. Give us a little bit more of the specifics of what services you actually offer. Right. Really depends on the level of support that the holiday homeowner would need. Um, because I'm a stylist, that's my passion, and I have four, dif- four different styling packages, different levels of assistance. And the great thing now, as, as we're doing this online, you know, I can help people online. I don't have to help people who just live in the north of England um, by videos, by Skype. Um, so that I have my four styling packages. Um, then I also have an online program, an off-the-shelf product, if you like, um, that runs, takes people through everything from how to think as a holiday homeowner, how to market, how to style, how to do the financials. Um, but I like the off-the-shelf product. I run a f- private Facebook group around that, so I'm still very much on hand to answer questions because it's not fair just to start people on the journey and, and not, not be there to help them. And then um, my one-to-one coaching is the higher level. That's really for those owners who really want hand-holding a little bit more. Um, it's a bigger investment, but I guess if my clients who I work with on that think that you know they're going to do this the one, so let's get it right, get it right from the start. Yeah, I understand that completely. And uh, it, it's maybe going to help people really get involved from the beginning, get it right, as you say, and really fly with it instead of possibly you know, getting it all done in really one big fail swoop at the beginning instead of gradually putting things into place, just really hit the ground running. That's what that sounds like to That's me. That's right. It just depends at what stage, what's, how far down the line you are, whether you're brand new, whether you, you've got a, few, you know, a little bit of experience. So that's why I try to vary the, the levels of support depending on um, what, what the need is. And just to mention, I also have some free resources on my website. There's some freebies to download. That's on the um, Work With Me page on my website. So I recommend people at least start with the freebies as well. <laughs> Why not? Fabulous. Thank you for sharing that with us. I will link that up in the show notes. So if you head on over to holidayletsuccess.com forward slash Karen, that's Karen with a K, A-R-E-N, and you will be able to link through from Karen's show notes page to her free resources and get downloading and start implementing some of the things that, that Karen has used in her business to, to work so, so well. So let's help owners who might be listening today by, can you share with us what was your biggest failure or mistake that you made as a holiday homeowner when you first got going so that people can learn from that? Or, or if, if not you, if you, if you managed to bypass that with your experience in the, the luxury holiday company, what is it that you see other holiday homeowners doing that, uh, that listeners can avoid? Yeah, I would, I would say document everything right from the start whether that's writing down your expenses writing you know taking photographs every little thing that you from the moment you own your holiday cottage the moment you make changes just document it or track your progress because sometimes you don't realize how far you've come until you look back where you started um photographs are great to show what it was like your holiday event was like and then look look how it looks now 
And also, when I first launched, for the first six months, I didn't really... I kept my receipts in a box, but I didn't really do anything with them. When I got bookings, great, but I never... I didn't really track. I didn't plot my income, plot my expenses, and really, it's, I guess it comes down to having a business head from day one. Treat it like a business, and although the financials perhaps don't, you know, have <laughs> the most exciting things to do, track yes. everything right from the start, because... That, that's why we're here. That's why we're here to, you know, to make more money, to, to make to make it to earn for my holiday rental. Exactly. That's such good advice. Thank you for saying that, <laughs> because I think I think what you've just said is so so important, and it's very very difficult to to get across that because a lot of people buy it as a holiday home. They're sort of in the holiday mindset, if that makes any sense, and then starting just flipping your mindset to that business real business mindset around your holiday home and enjoying it as a holiday home when you're there it really can make the difference to to that property really treating it as a business because it can set you financially free in the long term too it's not just for now an income for now is that's, it that's, that's, yeah totally totally agree and that's why you know it's all about investing now as well it's, it's short-term pain for long-term gain um Get it right. Get it right from the start is what I would um, what I would advise. Excellent advice it is too. So, what one thing did you start doing that really clicked and worked the best in some area of your business? It could be marketing, could be guest satisfaction, repeat bookings. I would say um, I would say treat each guest as an individual. You know, each guest is having a holiday with you for their own reason. They are people, yet don't see them just as an income source, as, as money. Um, so that, I personalise as much as I can because of that. I think of them as an individual. Why are they coming to my holiday cottage? Why have they chosen me? Um, so right from the, the first moment they contact me from an inquiry through the booking process, I really listen to them and gleam as much information as possible. If they mention they've got a daughter, I would make a note of that. Um, if they've got family in the area or, or what they like doing. Because, um, for example, I had a, a recent, some guests, they were on holiday to recuperate. One of the, the, the ladies had an illness. Uh, oh. So I knew there was no point in leaving her a book on walks on the North York Moors. You know? Of course. I'm not sure nothing like that was left out. Um just being a little sensitive, a bit sensitive in that situation, but just treat them as an individual. And like, for example, I always leave Easter eggs out, um, but there was a child coming here who didn't like Easter eggs, so therefore I left her a craft gift. Aww. You know, that her mum was delighted, was delighted, thinking, oh, how thoughtful I was. And to me, it was such a simple gesture, um, but just treating them as individuals. And that then also exceeds their expectations. They weren't expecting that. So, you know, already, you know, <laughs> you, yeah. you know you, you've got one step up. Um, so, yeah, treat them as people. And that's really, that's that's a great advice. And it's really back to exceptional service and in just treating them as an individual and personalising their experience. You, you are accidentally becoming exceptionally good at customer service. Yeah. So where do you have the most success marketing your holiday let? Is it your own site, using social media or online marketing, or is it via a particular letting channel? I would say, Elaine, it's a mixture of, of all those, really. Um, I do 
I am on a listing site, which is very successful, but I think that is successful because it's um, a niche listing site. Um, it's just for luxury cottages. I've okay. tried listing with others, and for me, they're what I call mass market, too generic. Um, so therefore, I'm wanting to attract people who are prepared to pay a little bit more, who want somewhere more special. And I don't necessarily think they're looking on the more mass market side. So, for example, I think if you take pets, list on a specific pet-friendly site. Um, so I think I also do social media. I'm persistent and consistent with that. And Twitter seems to be the one that brings me the most interest. Um, other mark, I do have my own website, which is absolutely vital, absolutely crucial, because I can control that. I can present my prices, present my cottage, present my photographs exactly how I want them to be presented. Um, but I also send out newsletters to okay. previous, just, just once a month, so I don't want to bombard them, but send them out to any contacts or any previous guests. And that, that is a nice, um, I enjoy doing that because that's just touching out and reaching them and reminding them of, of, of my cottage. So I wouldn't, I would just say it's my marketing mix is literally that yeah so it's it's covering all areas to make sure that if people are looking on social media you're there if they're searching on your area they might come across your website if they're looking for a luxury cottage you're there so you're in the places where your specific markets are looking and really niching down to that market which I think is a really key point when people get going because nobody can market nobody can meet everybody's needs so niching down is such a, a key step to, to, to attracting the right guests, don't you think? I have a clue in my head who I'm wanting to attract and, and make sure that my marketing messages are hopefully appealing to those people. Yeah, yeah, I understand. And it sounds definitely like you, you've definitely found the right places to, to go about attracting that market. And knowing who they are in the first place is, is key to your success in that area. So thank you for sharing that with us. That's absolutely great. Now, another point which I almost asked you about earlier is photography. When you were mentioning uh, people think it's going to cost a lot of money, they think they might have to redo everything. Uh, and I think photography is another thing that people are so worried about getting involved in. They think it's going to cost a fortune. But how important is photography in the holiday let business? Would you recommend new owners get their place professionally photographed? 100% yes. I cannot, yes, 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 yes. I cannot stress that enough. Yes. We all have lovely, you know, good cameras these days and our smartphones, but you cannot beat a quality, you know, professional photographs. They have the tripods, they get the angles right. Yes. However, do make sure it's been styled and staged beforehand. Do not get a in, don't waste your money um, initially. Get it right. Get it looking gorgeous. Then get your photographer in. Excellent advice. Because that's actually something when I've spoken to, I've spoken to a lot of people around about the photography um, because it is such an important point. And as I mentioned, it's such it's an area where people are so worried about investing in or they, they see it as a huge cost or worried that it might cost them a fortune when actually it is an investment because it's it's the window into what your property is like. It's the window into what the guest can so expect. How else, how else can without actually taking them there how else can we show guests how gorgeous our place is 
Exactly. I've had two sets taken now, um, and I think, was it perhaps £500 each? But gosh, I use them day in, day out, on my website, in social media, because I'm so proud of them, and they, they do look fab, and I just want to show off the place, and what better way than by having these beautiful images. I I couldn't do it without them, basically, Lane. Yeah, exactly. Such a good point. And I love that you made the point that make sure it looks beautifully styled before you actually fork out for the photographer, because it is an investment and you want those pictures to look as amazing as possible. So really good points there. Thank you. <laughs> so do you get a lot of repeat business in your in your holiday lets? Not, not as much as I'd like, but I guess we can all say that. I don't I think what it is with me Maybe it's the UK market, I don't know. Um, it's not so much to do with the cottage. It's the fact that people in the UK, my guess, this is obviously potentially their second holiday of the year. They'll go abroad for their main holiday and stay with me for their second holiday. So that second holiday, they often go somewhere different in the UK each year. Um, but I do have a lot of people who write in the visitor's book will be back. So... My massively on the top of my to-do list, I'm going to develop some type of referral scheme and I'm just trying to work my head around how to do that. Um, and and I, just, I need to capture those, we will be back, um, and just think how can I rem remind them of what a lovely time they had. And, and my newsletter is important on that as well because I'm reminding my past guests, oh, he's, don't forget about Spring Cottage, look how lovely it is, look what we're up to. Um, exactly. So I, I, I need... I, and that's my, that's my big thing, um, to work on some type of referral scheme. Even if they loved it and won't necessarily come back to Yorkshire, I need them to refer me to their friends and family. So that's something I'm, uh, I'm working on. It's work in progress. Yeah, it sounds like a great idea to have a, a referral scheme. And as you said, the follow-up is so, so important because just that your email could be, as you say, that little reminder that jogs their memory of what a wonderful time they had at your place and just gets them to start talking about it again and, and passing on a referral, even if they go further afield, as you say. So that's really one of the ways that one of my next questions was going to be about feedback and how you use feedback to attract future guests. And we've touched on that there. But do you use the feedback that you've received from your guest book to do you share that on social media? How do you use it to attract yes. future guests? Social proof is, is so, so powerful. Um, I have a I always leave it very visible on the dining table. Beautiful. And my visitors 85-90% of them will leave a lovely handwritten comment in there um, about what they did, about how lovely the cottage was. Um, I am on TripAdvisor um, and I do email my guests a link, ask them to leave a review. But I don't know, there's something about my guests, they're just perhaps not that savvy. They, they much prefer the old-fashioned way of handwriting in a book, which is, you know, fine by me. And then I'll then type up what they've written, either photograph it or type it up on my website and definitely definitely use it in social media social media and I would always email them to say thank you and are you, are you okay if, if I if I use your comment and then like with that follow-up email um, it's a good chance if they didn't leave any comments to say oh do you have a lovely time and then hopefully they'll come back and say yes blah 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 and um, so excellent and I'll, I'd also leave an evaluation form out just 
as well as the guest book and, and in that I'd ask them to rate the cleaning and what, what they've thought of the facilities just in case just in case there's anything they weren't quite happy with that then doesn't go in the <laughs> in their visitors book yeah I can still deal with it and I still value what they've got to say that's such a, a great great suggestion to to separate the the book from the feedback so that it's two different channels because they're being listened to but they are also putting down exactly what they enjoyed about it and they, they're giving the chance to give you the feedback so you get to put anything right should anything have gone not entirely to how you, you would usually do it or or maybe wasn't perfect for that particular person that's such such a great idea and also having the um the question on there about cleaning i share that with my um cleaning lady my housekeeper and she's always keen we know we're, aim, we're always aiming for a nine or a ten um but if there's ever anything less i think i once had it what well, i did once have an eight and i was devastated oh i bet you were yeah we worked on, we worked on that together and realized it wasn't us it was actually that guest just wasn't happy whatever we did for her oh just had to write that one off in an yeah yeah that's that's a very good thing actually that we should, we we just touched on there is that there, there will always be somebody in your time as a holiday homeowner that you can't please yeah no matter what you do how did that that one end how what was the outcome of that particular session where you you couldn't actually please that holiday homeowner straight, sorry that holiday holiday guest yes i went straight back to her and said oh gosh i'm you know really just really sorry really disappointed that you felt like this it's not, not a common occurrence we you know we expect nine or ten um please can you give me more details so i can better understand the problem um and she she you know she's really appreciate appreciative of that and i still said oh i hope you know you will come back and she said, oh, yeah, she wasn't, she, she, she just, she, once she knew she was being listened to and taken seriously, and it was only minor, minor points, but for me, I wasn't used to, I wasn't used to even my... Yes, yeah. You know, she didn't ask, it wasn't anything serious that she wanted a refund or anything like that. It was just really for my, I was disappointed more than, more than she was, I think, for them. Yeah, yeah, I completely understand that. I would be devastated as well. <laughs> completely, it'd be awful. I do understand exactly how you must have felt in that point, in that moment. But but what I also love about your story is that every single person who's a holiday homeowner who is listening has had that time when they felt, oh my gosh, with some sort of feedback or somebody being upset. But you have to take that in for just a moment, think, oh my goodness, feel terrible. You know, you know that you feel that way, but then leave that horrible feeling leave that personal feeling that you're having and focus straight back in on the guests which i love that's what you did there but you know you could not do anything different or you know you have done your best as an owner there's nothing it's, it's just the very nature of the beast dealing with um the general public really yeah but generally so 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 positive such lovely people we have to stay um excellent <laughs> It sounds. It does. It sounds like you've just 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 really got it down to a T for your guests. So it's it's lovely to hear. Now we touched on feedback, and you've mentioned your your website. How important is having your own mobile responsive website for holiday homeowners today? Oh yes, um, yes. That, that as I mentioned is is one of the, the key the key factors of my marketing mix. Vital. 
just like I mentioned, you can control it. You're in charge. You're not relying on anybody else, any other third party. Because even on listing sites, they, they choose to show their pricing structure different to how you would maybe want it to be shown. But on your website, you're in, in total control. And my website is a WordPress, which I think is a popular platform. And with Google making these recent changes about mobile websites, I know that having a WordPress website, I'm totally safe, and the Google likes it. And, um, and I find it quite easy to use as well. I'm always in there making changes, adding blogs. Um, so, yeah. I couldn't be without it. I, I wouldn't like to hand over that control to anybody else. I like to. Yeah. Totally, totally with you there. I'm a little bit in love with WordPress. It's absolutely fantastic. So it's it's good to hear that, you know, really successful owners like yourself are delving in, getting on with WordPress and, and not being a little bit put off by the idea of having to look after their own website because it is so so important and and it like you say it's not difficult once you get going just get over that little bump at the beginning a little bit of a learning curve and, and you're there you've got an amazing website that you're completely in control of now do you do you actually allow bookings through your website or do you just allow inquiries i have an online booking system on my website um but i don't have an online payment system okay okay so they can they can make an inquiry and for for a certain week or weekend sorry you you explain yeah, it actually comes to as a booking but yeah. they say thank you for your booking it's provisional till till we have confirmed it which which i would do within the hour or you know within a couple of hours so it's effectively a booking but it just gives me that little bit of control not to take people's money if i don't think they're quite right for the place and again that is something i'm, I'm going to look into in the future having an online payment facility advantages disadvantages i can't decide which is the right way for me to go at the moment uh, yeah yeah i think just ha having the the ability to make that inquiry and it come through as a serious booking um it like you say it gives you that little bit of extra control to check if they are right for your property but if you're listing in different places as well it sort of negates the possibility of a of a, a double booking which would just be absolutely horrible that is the worst nightmare yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Awful. <laughs> Thank goodness. I don't know what I'd do if it did. So, yeah. But yeah. I'm very, very, very aware of that. Yeah, that's. it sounds like you've got a good step in, in, in place at the moment. And, yeah, that's exactly what I, I feel the same. I'm constantly looking to, to decide whether or not to... Because everybody's so used to immediate bookings. You know, everything can be done now. And that's that's the part that I fight with as well is we, we've got to be bang up to date. We've got to be answering queries immediately. But should we, as holiday homeowners, be accepting instant booking online as you can do in so many places? And it's something that we're going to have to mull over a little bit longer from what we've both said today, I think. I think from my point of view, as long as I respond quickly, we should do. It's, the, the, the guest is happy. Yeah. Um, to, to get them to put a booking through and me not respond with it till even tomorrow, I just think it's unacceptable and not fair on them. So. Yeah, totally, totally agree with you. <laughs> <there>. Completely. <laughs> Great advice, thank you. So, give us an idea, Karen, how you manage everything. How did you find and keep uh, a reliable team or a reliable housekeeper? Because I, I know this is an area that lots of holiday homeowners really struggle with, who've got places. Uh, at a distance from where they actually live well I don't that's right I don't live on site we're, we're about 90 miles away um, yeah. we, we do pop 
down there regularly, so that helps big style. We're always on top of the maintenance, on top of the repairs, because um, my husband's good at doing things like that. That's handy. <laughs> very, very handy, just have his uses. Um, but I, to find the cleaner, she's more than a cleaner, she's a housekeeper as well. Um, I asked, it was word of mouth, I asked around the local village and asked in, in she was advertising in a local free press advert and then I asked for testimonials and I met her and I very much believe in gut feel. <laughs> we got, you know, we got on really well and she seemed to understand what I needed of her. Um, and then I also have a lady who goes in who delivers welcome hampers. She, she's a local baker, but she also puts things like afternoon tea in Yorkshire breakfast with free-range eggs and bacon and sausages and things like that. We've got various different welcome hampers that guests can... This is in addition to the hamper that I would leave. Guests can buy add-ons um, just to make their holiday that bit more special. But, but you know, I've always... I have to treat both ladies with an awful lot of respect and they're very much part of the team and when I previously mentioned the evaluation forms I make sure that, that they read them because they've helped me create this lovely product this lovely clean house just as much as I, I've helped furnish it so I, I always feed back anything, anything positive because it's so easy just to tell them the negative but I always share positive comments with them on a regular basis because that's why, why, should, why shouldn't they you know, take a pride in pride in that and also I never whenever they send me an invoice I never quibble on the price they charge if they if I think oh they've charged me for an extra hour this month I just let it go because I want you know I want them to be happy working for me and I know they're not they're not I know they're not trying to be trying to get one over on me um I just I just feel that's mutual respect um I expect to pay quickly so why shouldn't I pay them you know quickly and on time and basically we just keep in regular contact um, and very much a team effort that's really good so it really is fostering that real team environment yep. that you you seem to have managed to to get down to yes. just perfect i don't think oh, i'm lucky because i've got you know lovely ladies but i do think it does take a little bit of work from the owner and you have to treat them almost as equals as e yeah as equals really yeah, completely. They're the guys that are managing the day-to-day -day when I'm not there. Um, not only that, they they really are so integral to the... I mean, the cleaning is such... It's the most important thing to holiday guests. Yeah. And it can make such a big difference that if, if you end up with a cleaner that is cutting corners, I mean, that could hugely damage your business. It, it's yeah. such a scary thought. Would I? And, and people would struggle to hand that over to a housekeeper because of that reason. And I can understand that. Mm. I, when, when you don't live on site, you haven't got a choice. You just, you've got to trust people. Um, what I did in the beginning, I for the first two or three cleans, I cleaned with, with Debbie. We cleaned together. Um, so I could see what she was doing. She could see what I was doing. And I just wanted to get off on the correct footing. So we both, she knew what was expected of her. And we also have a, che I also have a checklist um, that I wrote for her. Whenever, I just, every now and again, I do the cleaning myself. Because also it makes me appreciate how hard it is and how time-consuming it is. Uh, yeah. But um, we we both worked the same checklist so that nothing can be missed. Um, 
that's that's such an important point as well working to checklists because there's there's no chance for for any gray areas as soon as you systemize something any chance of anything yeah just not being quite right or somebody being unsure or doing things slightly different to how you would want them done that's just all gone because they're either following it or they're not following it if they're not following it then they they need a bit of training to help them ensure they are following it but you know once the system's there the system can just be followed so that's such a key point yeah it's, it's um it is very very important um and also i mean i know myself you, you can be right the next thing i'm going to do i'm going to clean the, the bath and then you can see a dust web oh no i'm just going to go and get a duster and do that dust web and then you can you forget where you were what was i going to do <laughs> but if you yeah checklist, um that, that just takes like you say systemized takes away all the worry and no grey areas, black and white. And I think for cleaning, that's what you need. Yeah, really good advice. And you're right, you can just completely forget where you're up to. <laughs> Is that just me? <laughs> no, it's not just you, don't worry. <laughs> that's the same in my house, let alone yeah. for the holiday home. <laughs> so just touching back on um, advertising and sharing your property with people how important is it that you tell people about the area that they're actually going to be staying in too very important um i i, I am aware and we need to be aware that they've chosen the area first and then my holiday home second and so they do have a little bit of knowledge about the area because they know why they've chosen to go there um but yeah but, but i'm passionate i'm passionate about the area so i don't that's that comes that comes naturally i love to holiday there myself i've been there many times i know what's good and what's not so good and having that having that knowledge and and that passion and I'm more, I always email guests and say anything you need to know about the area what are you interested in how can I help and um, just I did that just yesterday and I've got to put a long email together this afternoon a guy wants a detailed list of places to eat and also him and his wife are playing golf but they don't want anywhere too fancy, they don't want anywhere too novice, so I'm going to do a little bit of research and point them in the right direction for exactly which golf course I think is going to be best for them. But that, it's a pleasure to do, and it, it, it's, it's, not, you know, it's not a chore because I know the area well. i just got to do a little bit of thinking every now and again. Which Exactly, and once that's done, you can record that information and refer back to it at a future date, should you have another guest that wants to, to go to a particular type of golf course or fishing or whatever it is they're interested in. You, can, you, never, you never get the same question twice. You always get a version of the same question. Yeah. What I've also done, I'm, I've written an A to Z. I've called it an A to Z of North Yorkshire's Hidden Gems, which I make available on my website for guests or any, any visitor to North Yorkshire really to download and I share in that um, insider, hidden gems, insider knowledge, because that's what guests are looking for. They can go to a website to get the generic big tourist attractions, but very often they're looking for hidden away pub that they would never have normally found. And so I'm very, very much about owners sharing insider knowledge, off the beaten track things with their guests, because I think that that's, our knowledge is valuable. Yeah, very much so. And it can save somebody so much time as well whilst they're on holiday. And, and it is such a limited amount of time they are actually on holiday. So they want to make the most out of it. And if, if you can help them with that, then all the better. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what advice would you give to someone just starting out in the holiday let or vacation rental industry today? Oh, 
I guess what we like what we've said, I would say invest in the short term for long term gain. Short term pain, long term gain. And very much think about increasing your make increasing your profits by making more per booking initially by creating this luxury product. Well lux luxury is a scale word, by creating this high quality product you can charge more per week. And that's 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 the mindset I'd like people to um, just to think about. Just spend a little bit more now and create you know create that quality product. Yeah, after think if you think in terms of the thousands of pounds you've invested in the actual property itself, what's a few hundred pounds more just to get it right? It makes such a difference in the long term. Exactly, that's such good advice. Thank you. And finally, what are your guiding principles that you run your business by and that you teach to all the holiday homeowners that you work with? Like like I said, one of the key ones there is about think about increasing your your profits by earning more per booking. Because I always say, and people get sick of me saying this, but I, I, I think it's important. I always say your changeover costs are the same no matter what you charge per week. You know, if you're getting £600 in this peak week in the summer, £900, pretty much your laundry costs are the same, your cleaning costs are the same, your welcome hamper costs are the same. So why be that cottage that only gets 600 when you could get 900 And, um, you know, I don't think get, don't get too hung up on the quantity of bookings because we could all, we could all let our holiday homes 100% of the year if we charge peanuts. But it's all about what your property is actually worth to the right people, um, and that's that's something I try to get across. Um, and like I said before about investing a small amount now for and that that investment is time and money. Um, but I think I think you can return that in one peak season if you get it right if you go for it. And basically as well, I always say you can do this. Like I mentioned before, you holiday owners can do it themselves. You don't need to employ an interior designer to get the cottage looking gorgeous you don't need a marketing person you need to embark on a learning curve perhaps but you know you can use certain advice and techniques that I can help with but also that you pick up themselves and basically do it yourself and, and those are those are my principles I hope they made sense <laughs> They, they definitely, definitely make sense. And I will make sure that all of those guiding principles that you've really kindly just shared with us now are also listed down in the show notes so people can come and refer back to those at any time. And they do make complete sense. They're, they're really, really good, solid pieces of advice that people can build a, a holiday let business on. So that's absolutely great. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. So, Karen, I want to respect your time today. So we're coming to the end of the, the interview. Can you tell us how people listening can get in touch with you, whether they'd just like to, to come and start following what you're doing, get, take advantage of some of those free downloads, or, or maybe even start to work with you? Yeah, sure. My website is the best place to go, um, certainly initially, and that is www.thebusinessofholidayrental.com. And on there... I've got a blog page. You can sign up to receive my blogs once a fortnight so you don't miss out on any advice and tips. Um, the Work With Me page is where there's more information on the packages that I offer. And also, if you scroll down, there's a free support page. That's where you can pick up your freebies. And I'm also very active on Facebook. 
Um, it's always nice to connect with people on there. Um, it's, my address is the business of Holiday Rental. Um, Twitter is at Hall Rental Biz. Nice, nice Twitter name that they, that they make us make us choose. <laughs> You've just got to shorten everything with Twitter, haven't you? You couldn't have the business of Holiday Rental. It was too long. <laughs> um, yes, so the, those so at Hall Rental Biz. So those are the main ways, really. And email me, of course, anytime. Karen at the business of holiday rental dot com, and it'd be brilliant, brilliant to hook up with some some owners and get sharing and get imp- get improving our properties and ultimately giving be- guests a better holiday. And just as well as all of those different points, we are representing this industry, each individual person. And the more that people do and follow the advice, the sort of advice that you've given today about really ensuring those guests have a great time, the more people are going to be confident to, to book a holiday home or a vacation rental instead of thinking, I'm just going to stick to a hotel or I'm just going to stick to something that I know. They'll go for something different and they'll go for our industry as a whole. Fingers crossed, Elaine, yes. If we can raise standards, but if they know they're getting a good thing, they will come to us, yes. Definitely. Karen, it's just been a huge pleasure to, to chat to you today. You've really shared some such important piece of information for a holiday let business so thank you very much for for spending your time with us today no problem at all elaine thank you very much it's very lovely chatting to you you too right bye for now and uh, i will look forward to chatting to you again in the future i hope that'd be lovely thanks take care Bye. bye Well, I loved chatting to Karen. She's so, so lovely. And what we heard was a great conversation. And we really covered some exceptional points, some key areas on places that can be improved in your holiday rental business, your holiday let home different things that you can do by yourself. And of course, Karen shared with us some awesome downloads that you can get for free from her website so if you head on over to holidaylettsuccess.com forward slash biz and that's b-i-z you will be able to link through to karen's website from there and really take advantage of some of those free downloads that she has very kindly provided for holiday let success listeners again i just want to thank you for listening in today if there is anything you would like to let us know about let us know what you thought about this episode on the website on the right hand side you will see a big orange button that says send voicemail If you leave me a voicemail on there let me know who you are your email address your property and i'll give you a shout out on the next show and we will answer any questions from there too thanks again for listening and i will speak to you again on the next podcast bye for now